0: This episode is brought to you in part by Thomas Nelson, publisher of But God Can How to Stop Striving and Live Purposefully and Abundantly. Written and narrated by Becky Kaiser, and is available everywhere audiobooks are sold. Welcome to day 20 of the 21 Days of Gratitude here on Grace Enough Podcast. I am your host, Amber Cullen, and today we are revisiting the impact gratitude practice can have on the brain and body when coupled with things like breathing exercises, physical exercise, aromatherapy, and silence and solitude. As I've said in previous episodes, it's tempting to dismiss these practices as new age ideas. But when you learn how various parts of our brain interact with our senses, regulate our emotions, and provide input to keep us safe, you'll see it has been God's design, His idea, all along. The functions of the brain are incredibly complicated, and I don't want to pretend to be an expert in neuroscience. I have taken neuroanatomy and neurophysiology courses, I hold a master's degree in physical therapy, and I have read multiple articles on gratitude's impact on the brain because it is fascinating to me, but I am not a neuroscientist. I also don't want to act as if gratitude's impact on the brain has been extensively researched with definite answers about its effectiveness. The reality is it's been difficult to complete studies for a variety of reasons, and only with the invention of the MRI have neuroscientists gathered more specific data. With that said, there are many parts that make up our brain. And each part has a number of functions, just like our heart does more than pump blood. One part of our brain is called the amygdala. It is a small almond-shaped structure that joins with other parts to make up the limbic system of our brains. The limbic system is the part of the brain primarily responsible for processing and regulating emotion, memory, and arousal. It is responsible for emotional learning. And in that limbic system, the primary job of the amygdala, this almond-shaped structure, is to regulate emotion such as fear and aggression. And we want our brains to properly detect and manage these emotions. For example, if you walk into a dangerous situation, the amygdala triggers your fight or flight response, allowing you to react quickly to the danger. Or if you put your hand on a hot stove, the activation of the amygdala is what tells you quickly to pull it off because that is dangerous. And again, that is a good thing when you're in real danger or when you're in a life-or-death situation. However, sometimes our amygdalas get hijacked. Amygdala hijack is a term coined by Daniel Goleman in his 1995 book, Emotional Intelligence. Amygdala hijack happens when a normal emotion like anger or fear is abnormally strong and it impairs the rational part of our brain, causing the amygdala to kick in and leading you to act in ways you may later regret. Disorders such as PTSD, severe phobias, panic disorders, anxiety, And depression have been linked to damage of or dysfunction of the amygdala. But what does this have to do with gratitude practice and other senses therapy? Well, first of all, studies have shown the amygdala is positively activated by feelings of gratitude. Secondly, we need to know the amygdala receives input from all of our senses. It is close to several of the structures that carry information from our senses to our brain, particularly smell. That is why sense can connect strongly to emotions and memories. For example, when I smell fire my fight or flight response is activated because as a 10-year-old girl, I watched my house burn to the ground. Also, when I smell Candleberry's vanilla crumb cake candle, I immediately feel warm and cozy and experience lovely memories of fall days in Kentucky. More than likely, each one of you can think of a smell that activates a positive memory and one that reminds you of a bad memory. Another example for me, when I was a young girl, I got a stomach bug and I had eaten Funyuns. I still cannot smell or eat Funyuns, because it reminds me of how sick I was. The reason this is true is because smell and memory are linked in the brain's anatomy. And part of the brain's anatomy that does that linking is the amygdala. Now, as I'm going through this, it is vital for you to remember that God designed our brains and senses to intricately work together in these ways. So if we know our fight or flight response can be activated by what we smell, hear, see, taste, or touch, it's fair to say it can also be calmed by what we smell, hear, see, taste, or touch. And that is where aromatherapy comes in, sound therapy. Think about the music that they play when you go in to get a massage or when you enter the elevator or if you've ever had an MRI. Why do they do that? Because those are places where we tend to feel nervous Not so much in a massage, but they want to elicit a feeling of relaxation. And since studies have shown the amygdala, along with several other areas of the brain, are positively activated with gratitude practice, it makes sense to me to spend time working through a gratitude practice focused on the senses all the while acknowledging the incredible way God designed our brains to interact with our senses. And so today's practice can be found in week four, day one of the four-week gratitude practice that can be downloaded for free at graceenoughpodcast.com slash free gratitude practice. Let's spend time giving thanks for things we see, smell, hear, taste, and touch that bring us joy, being specific that it is gratitude to God for all that He provides. Thank you, God, for the sight of leaves falling from trees outside my window. Thank you, God, for the smell of Christmas that filled our church as I walked in for Bible study on Thursday morning. Thank you, God, for the sound of my children singing together with our neighbors as they practice the Christmas carol. Thank you, God, for the taste of peppermint milkshakes from Chick-fil-A. Thank you God for the texture of soft pajamas against my skin as I cozy up at night to read before bedtime. Don't rush past The Five Senses Gratitude I encourage you to spend time allowing instrumental music to play or maybe during a quiet walk outside thanking God for one to three things you are thankful for that you can see, smell, hear, taste and touch. I look forward to being back here with you tomorrow for our final day of the 21 Days of Gratitude on Grace Enough Podcast. This episode was brought to you in part by the Truce Podcast. The new season examines the connection between some evangelicals and the Republican Party with the help of world-class historians. Subscribe to Truce in your podcast app or listen at trucepodcast.com.